You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 81, Preparing Your Home for Guests. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, Neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, it is already Thanksgiving week. Yep, kind of crazy. Yeah, the year just flew by. Yep, yeah, it's, uh, you know, we were talking about COVID back in March, thought it was going to go away in six weeks, and now we're still talking about it, so, and the election's over, so everybody, all our listeners that were waiting and being anxious, we, we can get over all of that and move on with our normal lives. Let's hope Hopefully. so, because the masks haven't gone away and COVID still hasn't gone away. Yeah. So we'll see what 2021 yeah. brings, won't we? Which makes it interesting what our topic is today. Yeah, we are talking about preparing your home for guests. And I'm sure with COVID still being here, a lot of people may have some concerns about indoor air quality and having so many people gathered together. Exactly. It's, you know, some states are saying... You can't have more than 10 people. Some are saying you should do Thanksgiving outside. Of course, as we're sitting here looking outside our window, yeah, it's cold out there. Yep, it's, it's about 20 degrees right now. <laughs> so we're not doing any Thanksgiving outside. So yeah, it's a, it's a good topic to be talking about preparing your home for guests. Well, and especially when you think about having um, more than one generation in the household, having people with various chronic diseases in the household, having babies and toddlers, but then elderly Having all those people under one roof, especially if we're talking about mold or radon or VOCs, what what kinds of things do you get concerned about if you're the one hosting Thanksgiving with so many different people in the house? Well, you you know you talked about like air quality issues. You know, most I think most hosts actually get concerned too with their food and want to make sure that nobody gets food poisoning. That's true. Um, You know, which. That's not what we're going to talk about, but on top of that, you do have those air quality concerns. And like you said, it's it's so similar to COVID and many other illnesses. Depending on 
your body, it's going to affect you differently. We talk about it all the time with mold. Mold can be affecting you and it won't affect me. It could be affecting your teenage daughter, your elderly grandmother, whoever. And so, like you said, you need to be concerned about those vulnerable people. And, you know, I mean, I'm not telling people what to do, but I would, you know, I would hope if you're having, let's say your, your mother, grandmother over that's, you know, in her 80s, 90s, 70s, however old they are, that you make sure that you're not exposing them to something that could end up costing their life. So it's, you know, I know it's crazy to try to compare it to that, but with the whole COVID stuff, that's kind of how, you know, it's brought, um, I wish it'd bring more spotlight to mold, but it has brought a spotlight to indoor air quality or air quality period. Well, and I know you've talked about vulnerable populations in your books. I know you've talked about on previous episodes, but for people who might be listening to this podcast for the first time on this episode, can you define what are vulnerable populations when it comes to thinking about things like mold? We always, the way I usually just word it is the elderly and then very young people. Healthy children, adults don't usually aren't vulnerable to it. But if when we say healthy adults, you know, you could have some autoimmune disorder. You could have asthma. Um, you could have chronic bronchitis, um, emphysema. There's just all sorts of things. And it you know, it would affect you a lot differently. And let, let's just say, you know, grandma's coming over and grandma has a high dollar HVAC system and she has a, you know, top of the line filtration system and air purifiers. Well, if she's coming over to your house and you just kind of have, you know, a run of the mill typical um, HVAC system or ventilation system, you might not have all the bells and whistles that she has. And so you could just be exposing her or him, or them, to something that, that, you know, they're not, their body's really not used to. But once again, I would hope that those types of guests are cognizant of that kind of stuff and know what they're putting themselves in front of. Well, and you just made me think about something, because I know that, you know, with COVID, a lot of press has been given to um, people with chronic health conditions Mm -hmm. being more at risk for things like COVID. If they have diabetes, if they have heart disease, if they have obesity, all of those things. And part of that is supposedly linked to the fact that they have, their immune system isn't strong because of those chronic diseases. Right. But mold also impacts people whose immune system is not strong. Exactly. And that's what I have. So doesn't that play a role when you're thinking about who's coming over in terms of not just are they old or young, but what are their chronic health conditions? Exactly. And you could have, you know, you could have a 44-year-old that, you know, for the most part, you'd say, yeah, they're healthy. But, you know, if they have, you know, chronic conditions, you need to keep that in mind. And, and like I said, it I know it sounds like a pain, but, you know, you want to make sure this isn't the last Thanksgiving that they get to share with you because of what you expose them to. And it... Like I said, this whole COVID thing, I, I think, is really shedding light on indoor air quality. But here's the big difference with the COVID versus the, the mold side of it. Eventually, you know, COVID is a virus, and it's going to go away at some point. We're going to have vaccinations. Um, you know, we have, uh, I don't even know the right term, but they have drugs already right now to help fight it once somebody gets it, if you take those medications right off the bat. But mold's not going to go away. Correct. Mold's going to be naturally present, just like radon. Um, you know, you, you, you touched on the three, mold, radon, and VOCs. So for our listeners and people that, you know, don't aren't familiar with radon and VOCs, radon 
is a natural gas that comes up through your soils in your basement. We're going to talk about that a lot more in January because January is uh, Radon Awareness Month. But anyhow, it's the second leading cause of lung cancer next to smoking. Um, if you've never smoked before and you get lung cancer, that's probably what it is. VOCs are volatile organic compounds. And I know this is going to sound fake because it kind of is, but it's, it's a huge umbrella that they put under VOCs. It could be, um, you can be, it could be someone's home where they smoke. It could be pet dander. It could be perfumes, stains, just, just smells that aren't, you're not going to typically be exposed to outside, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And, and I think you hit home on a good point. Uh, flu season comes and goes, colds come and go, but the things that you talk about, like mold and radon, they are naturally present Mm -hmm. in the environment. They're not going anywhere. Exactly. And, you know, with radon, I want to be clear, you know, just like with mold, there's, there's a lot of preventative measures that you can put in place. Engineered fixes is how I classify it. You know, for radon, you can have a radon mitigation system. As long as it's operating properly, you're testing like you should for radon. You're, you're obviously minimizing the amount of radon that's in the air. Same thing with mold. And so when I say it's not going away, it's, it's not like a flu or the virus or COVID where eventually our bodies are going to become immune to it. It's, you're, you know, and you, your body can obviously build up an immunity to mold exposure, but I don't think I'd test that out personally. Absolutely. Well, so for the people who are listening and they're starting to freak out a little bit because they're like, I have all these people coming over with chronic health conditions for Thanksgiving and what do I need to do with my home to ensure the indoor air quality? What would you say to those people? Well, it starts, you know, with a deep cleaning, you know, to kind of cover a few things. You know, there's as far as radon, there's nothing they're going to be able to do. Radon is something you have to be exposed to. For years and years, um, it has to be over 4.0 picocurie liters per hour on average. I'm not going to get into all that because we're going to talk about that in January. So for radon, you don't need to worry about that with with, uh, guests coming over. But, you know, just like COVID, mold's very similar. Make sure you're disinfecting everything, you're dusting everything. One thing to keep in mind that most people don't think about, different mold types are different weights. So... That makeup of that mold spore, like stachybotrys, which is the black mold, it's a heavier, stickier mold. So you're typically going to see that on top of a bookshelf or, let's say, on top of a baseboard or somewhere like that. Whereas other molds that are lighter, like clodosporium, you know, penicillium, aspergillus, those are common mold types. They're lighter mold spores. So those those more likely are going to be, you know, floating around in the air. It could be in your, your duct systems. Um your HVAC system. So going back to answering your question, make sure you change out your furnace filter and replace that with a HEPA filter. A HEPA filter compared to a normal filter, most HEPA filters, unless you're getting these huge ones like we run in air scrubbers, which you're probably not doing at home, they're like $18 to $25 versus another one that's $12. So yeah, they're double the price, but they filter about 99.7% of microns that are smaller than 0.03 microns. And what microns are is, it's like, that's how you measure um, the spores, if the, or, you know, dirt, debris, particles. Mm-hmm. And that's what that does. Uh, other things, which obviously, you know, most people don't think about it. If you're in the business of you're going to buy a new vacuum for your wife for Christmas, 
if you know the men like to do that because they get in trouble for doing that because <laughs> women don't want a vacuum for Christmas. Um, buy a vacuum that's a HEPA vacuum that has a HEPA, HEPA filter on it. And so HEPA vacuuming your house would be a good idea. And like I said, disinfecting, just making sure, you know, you're cleaning around the toilets, stuff like that, that, you know, you're, you're, you don't want your grandma or grandpa or great aunt or uncle to be exposed to. So it's, I don't want to sound, I don't want to generalize it, but it is very similar to COVID. Treat it like you would COVID. Okay. But washing your hands a lot, it's not going to help with mold. Now I know that when, that when we bought shower curtains and moving here, I I found mold resistant shower curtains. Is it helpful? I mean, is that a real thing? <laughs> is it helpful to replace your shower curtains and get new ones? The liners, I mean, I don't mean the curtain, I mean the liner. Right. So is it curtain, helpful to do that with guests coming over? It, it no. is, you know, especially if you have people that are coming over um, that are going to be staying for a few days. But even if they're not, they're going to probably use the bathroom while they're there. And it's it's interesting. You bring up something that. That I touch on, um, you know, the latest book I just wrote is Black Mold Avoidance, Building a Mold-Resistant Home. And when it says mold-resistant, and I know we've talked about this before, to me, it's a marketing scheme to just, you know, add 30% to the sales price. Because they trick you into thinking that you're not going to get mold because of it. And in my opinion, you know, the only way you're going to get around the only thing to me that would be mold resistant is a non-cellulose material. Okay. So got it. So you can you can buy those and spend you know ten dollars more because it says mold resistant. Uh, in my opinion, I wouldn't waste your money. Just just buy your normal run of the mill liner. Is mm-hmm. that what they're liner, called? Yep, the liner. And yeah, replace those. Replace it before you have guests yeah. come over. Okay. Yeah, and make sure, like I said, you know, make sure, like if you have rugs, you know, I know when I vacuum. I don't always do the rugs in the back or in the bathroom, but make sure you're doing that. Make sure, you know, you're clean, you're doing a deep clean so that, and and by doing that deep clean, you could probably, you know, detect or find a mold concern because you're cleaning stuff that you're normally not cleaning. Absolutely. So any other things that people should think about? What if people have hardwood floors? What if they have tile? What if, is there anything they should be doing? No, not really much different. You know, with a tile floor, obviously you're going to clean it with whatever type of household cleaners that have some sort of disinfectant or microbials in it. And so, you know, for the most part, just do what you're normally doing. But it's funny because the whole disinfecting side of it, and I know the experts say this with, with the whole COVID thing, but you and I have talked about the whole we don't run around and wipe everything with Lysol. I'm, I'm not a big believer in that. Um, to our listeners that are, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying I'm right. But I believe the more you keep doing that, the weaker our immune systems become. Yeah. And I do feel that, you know, a lot of times in, in, in things like COVID and, and flus and molds are the same thing. They're morphing because they have to survive too. And so, you know, the, the more you try to disinfect, I think, to me, the worse you make it for yourself. You know, when you and I were growing up, like, well, we didn't drink bottled water. We were drinking, well, I was drinking water from the hose. Yeah. You know, we didn't, I don't even know when bottled water really came out, but like, we didn't do that kind of stuff. And, and to me, I think that, you know, as a society, we were probably a little healthier back then. People might disagree, but. Well, and I, I mean, I think we were healthier back then, but the other piece is, 
Um, don't you think if you have guests that are coming for Thanksgiving and staying two, three, four days, encouraging them to not get water all over the place, to not take baths right. and splash, like habits. You've always right. talked about the role of habits since it only takes 48 hours for a moisture event to lead to. Yeah, to a mold infestation. And, you know, speaking of talking to them about you know, moisture concerns, you know, it's a good opportunity for our listeners to educate their guests, you know, when you're talking about that kind of stuff. I know it sounds crazy, but you need to talk, if they're staying, you know, for several days, talk about a fire escape plan, you know. Make sure you tell your nieces and nephews or grandchildren, hey, if there's a fire in here, this is the window you need to go out and you need to, you know, and you can show them, you know, I'm looking at a window right now and I've, I've showed this to you, and you really didn't know it. And there's a sticker that says, right, what does it say right there on the window? Emer- uh, do not remove emergency exit. Yep, and yeah. it's a sticker. And, and remember what I showed you is that window will actually fold out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so you don't have to kick the window in. But if you have to, I mean, you need you to teach the occupants that, hey, we don't care. <laughs> that window can be replaced. <laughs> but go over things like that. Have a plan. And like I said, you know, those good habits you teach them about, not splashing all over the place when they're showering. Maybe they can take home and, and they can improve the air quality in their homes. Absolutely. So what's your call to action for people? Uh, to go, when you're doing your deep cleaning, just be looking for any mold infestations or signs of mold, any discoloration, water stains, or anything like that. So take, you know, an extra couple of minutes while you're doing your deep cleaning for Thanksgiving. And uh, hopefully all of them are going to, all of you listeners are staying safe and, getting through this whole COVID 2020 thing. 2021 can't come soon (laughs) enough. Absolutely. And have a wonderful, wonderful, restful Thanksgiving. Yes. Thank you to all of our listeners. We'll catch you on the next episode. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.